everybody, before we start, I'd like to give a quick disclaimer. Um, we are not mental health professionals, although some of our guests and myself have been in therapy. We are not qualified to speak on some of these heavy topics. This is just talk. This is just what's been on our minds and our own personal opinions. So if you want help, seek help. Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the McLean Minute. This is your host, Franny McLean. I'm sitting here with... Zach Wilkerson. Zach just finished up his first year at Piedmont Virginia Community College. He is majoring in business. He's also my boyfriend, <laughs> special guest. Yeah. Do you want to tell me a fun fact about yourself? What would um, you What would you eat for lunch today? I ate Bodo's. I ate Bodo's bagels in Charlottesville. It's a phenomenal bagel. What's your Bodo's order? Um... You know, usually it's uh, egg, bacon, and cheese on everything. And then today I switched it up, just add some avocado on there. It's really, really good, really filling, you know. You gotta have that little bit of extra fat in there. So, yeah. Excellent, excellent. We love Bodo's. I feel like you can't, like, live in Charlottesville and not go to Bodo's. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's that's just, illegal. just a fact. Yeah. It's illegal. Um, so if you guys didn't know, the McLean Minute is a mental health, spirituality, kind of everything under the sun podcast, um, mainly focusing on an organic, unfiltered, uncensored, well, mostly uncensored, um, <laughs> podcast just about life as a, as a teen in a pandemic in 2021. We've had a long year and a half of being in this pandemic, and I think there's a lot of thoughts floating around in people's heads, and so... I think it's good, it's healthy even, just to talk it out. So this is kind of therapy in of itself. But um, but yeah, so each episode we have an activity that we do. And um, our first episode, Evan Smart and I played with clay. Uh, second episode, Dava Wisen and I made some friendship bracelets. Made some <laughs> friendship bracelets. And today, Zach and I are going to be coloring in a coloring book. And this book is one of my favorite coloring books. It's called Patterns of the Universe. It's all like cool fractals and stuff. And it like tells you about the fractal and like it's, it's mathematical me- meaning, I guess. And yeah. it's, it's super sick. So we're going to be doing that today. And uh, yeah, let's get started. So you can pick out, as you can see, I've already colored some of them, but... I like this one. I would flip through more. There's a lot of cool ones. You can turn it around. Just go for it. I'm tired, you guys. It's been a, it's been a long day. This, um, I'm putting a lot of effort into this, into this podcast and I want it to pay off and it's so much fun. I had no idea how much fun doing a project like this would be, but, um, Shout out to Mr. P. Did you just rip it? You said you wanted to rip him out. I mean, like, did you just, like, rip out, like, into the thing? No. Nah. Oh, okay. Do you want to, like, nah, fold it? No, I did. You did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. We're good. We're good? We're good. Which one did you pick? What's it called? Oh, shoot. Flowing Waves. <laughs> it's a very cool name. It says, uh, these calming swerves emerge from a t- notoriously uncalming area of math, calculus. That's great. Preach to that. Calculus is not what I would call calming. I liked, <laughs> I liked calc, calc 1. Calc 1 was, I liked Calc 1 a lot. Yeah. Calc 2 did me really dirty. And that part of that was 
not going to, I'm not going to talk about why that was in common because there's only one calculus teacher, calc- two teacher at Elmer, <laughs> mm. but she's a great person. Just, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't fit. Excellent ripping job there. Thanks. Babe. <laughs> I know. So while you get started in doing that, what are, what are some of your struggles with mental health? Um, so probably when it comes to my mental health, and I mean, especially recently when talking about the pandemic, you know, generally having, you know, a lot of energy to expend, um, a lot of energy to get out, just a little bit of, um, you know, a little bit of anger management stuff and a little bit of just general anxiety about, about certain things. Um, but I mean, I, I th- I'd like to think that I found, you know, certain solutions to these issues, but I just don't, um, I don't think that there's much besides that, that I need, you know, a whole lot of assistance with. I think I've got a lot of stuff covered, but, um, it's still yeah. a good thing to talk about though, because a lot yeah. of, a lot of people, when they hear mental health, they think of an unmanageable, unfixable, yeah. um, just something that has no solution that you're going to have for the rest of your life. But it's, it's true. There are, there are ways you can manage it. And that's why I wanted to have Zach on. Cause I feel like he does a really good job of, of doing that. And so what are some ways that you kind of, um, manage your mental health? Um, well, one, one being when it comes to some of the anger management stuff, you know, I, I practice boxing, Um, I train for boxing and that, um, allows me to expel a lot of my anger in a very healthy and manageable way. Um, I feel like that along with just weightlifting, um, going to the gym in general, just, you know, getting really tired and expelling a lot of energy, um, that helps me greatly with a lot of, um, that kind of stuff. And that's something that I've just recently discovered, um, within the past, you know, or at least really discovered, um, within the past year and a half or so over quarantine, um, just from making my own gym at my house with, you know, gas piping and, um, buckets filled with rocks as a bench press and, um, you know, just other, other things like that, that, um, have allowed me to, uh, for allow that process to work to the fullest extent that it can. Um, and then I think, uh, you know, some other things, especially with, you know, the anxiety that I'll go through when it comes to school or my social life or anything like that, you know, I've found that applying logic to some of these things and, uh, you know, breaking everything down step by step and thinking it through, or even just, even just talking it, talking about it to somebody, you know, putting it in words, um, and through that process, breaking it down step by step slower than what, or slower than how fast your brain can process it. Um, and that seems to be incredibly useful. Um, at least for me, obviously I can't speak for anybody else and I'm not a mental health professional, but for me, you know, that's something that, um, has, has done me very well. Um, well, you know, ever since, ever since fourth or fifth grade, you know, with, uh, school anxiety or other things like that. Nice. And what about people who don't really 
or whose mental health kind of prevents them from thinking logically. Because I think some in yeah. extreme issues, it's like you can't, your brain just won't let you. Like, is that when I think, that's when I think therapy can come into play. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I, you know, I've been to therapy and it's, it's very effective. And, you know, a therapist, I think, I think you put this into words best um, a while ago we were talking, but you said, you know, a therapist doesn't fix your problems. It gives you the tools. It helps you develop the tools that you need to fix your problems yourself. It sets out guidelines, uh, therapy helps you manage what you cannot manage yourself and it's a perfect tool for that you know and you know like i said just just talking to somebody um it helps and especially when it comes to somebody who's incredibly educated and you know is enthusiastic about helping assist you in your um you know with your issues and um you know, obviously therapy is important. And then, uh, you know, also just talking to a friend, talking to a good friend, talking to somebody who, you know, understands you and um, you feel comfortable with. I, I find that sometimes that can be very effective. Um, and through both of those processes separately, I mean, that is sometimes what somebody needs to help manage either general problems that they may have or resolve specific issues that have caused trauma in their lives of any, of any extent. Um, and I think it's something that is very important. And I also think it's something that should be frankly more used in our society if, if accessible. You are our first, um, male guest on our podcast. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that at least in my, girlfriend groups therapy is very normalized in conversations it's when we can easily bring it up in conversations like oh my therapist said this when I have been in situations I've noticed where I'm talking to a guy friend about it and there's a bit of discomfort there's a bit of um kind of hesitation like oh so you need therapy like do you think that that is that that is a guy thing or is that just a a stigma around therapy in general no matter the gender Um, I think that when it comes to conversations that guys normally have with their friends, I mean, including me, and obviously I'm not speaking for every guy when I say this, but I think when it comes to conversations that people are most used to having with, you know, friends or acquaintances, it, that's not typically something that will actually come up in conversation, um, just casually, I mean, unless, you know, there's a very, you know, intense talk that needs to be had, it is typically just something that doesn't really come up, you know, there's, we guys usually talk about a lot of lighthearted stuff, at least, um, at least in my experience, and, um, yeah, I mean, it's just not something, and I don't know, maybe some guys do feel uncomfortable talking about it, but, um, it's not something that, in my opinion, is. I, I think there is definitely a certain stigma there, I think, in general. Um, but at least for me, from my experience, it just doesn't come up in friend groups that much. I mean, it's not like um, mental health in general 
is something that we don't talk about. But when it comes to actually seeing a therapist, I mean, um, that that's just not something that guys usually talk about because it would you it would need to be interjected into a conversation in a more extreme way because um, the conversations usually just don't go there. Um, yeah, I mean. And obviously, you know, I think I think more people should go to therapy. Um, and if I, you know, think that therapy would be useful for um, a friend that might need one, a guy friend that might need one, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, hey man, like you should go get yourself. You know, if you feel like it could be useful, just go try it out. Have one session, see how see how it is, and then go from there. It's just an option that's out there. And I think, um, yeah, I, I, it's, it's an option for people. And that's the most important thing. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. That was really insightful. I think that, um, hmm. yeah, no, I, I, I also believe that everybody could benefit from seeing a therapist because it's like you don't have to have something quote-unquote wrong with you to talk to a therapist it's just an objective it's a new unbiased objective professional view of your mind because especially as a a teenager your brain's not done growing yet you don't know anything like and it can really be calming especially for somebody with anxiety of thinking like oh my god i'm i'm never to be fixed i need to commit myself to a ward or whatever. And then it's like, no, my therapist was like, when I was having these thoughts, these kind of, um, these really spiraling, um, kind of, what's the word? Intrusive? No, uh, not intrusive, but when you, um, ca- like catastrophizing everything and, uh, okay. um, and just being like, Franny, no, it's called you're, you're a teenager and you're going through hormonal ch- changes yeah. and your imbalances. And it's like every teenager thinks that they're going crazy at some point. Yeah. Especially girls, I've noticed. Um, because female emotion is so regulated and it's so blown out of proportion. It's like, oh, you don't have to be so careful. It's not going to pick up that much. Yeah. Um, I really like the colors that you're using for your um, Thank you. design. I don't really know what this is. I, I, it's a, it was one of like the coloring book ones, but um, it's like you're supposed to do something else with it other than just connect the dots, but I didn't really ex- understand it. Gotcha. So it kind of looks like a weird... I might change it. I'll All go right. back to it when I'm on a... <laughs> When I have more brain power. Yeah, I got you. Well, that makes sense. I really like this book. It's like, it's really, it's, it's, um, it's interactive. It's an interactive yeah. coloring book, like a kind of like connect the dots, color by numbers book. But, um, It's got, it's a, it's got, it's all based on math and it's just, it's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of different things in there. I didn't realize that. Ooh, like mega doku. It's like a giant grid with a bunch of random numbers. Choose a different color for each number from one to 15. Then fill in the grid opposite following the numbers above. Oh. I'll do that one. That's cool. 
that one I can use my brain. <laughs> Requires less brain power. My coffee is just sweating like crazy. <laughs> That's a good way to put that. Do you notice, have you ever noticed your, if your mental health is getting really bad, that your physical health starts to decline? Or are you always good about um, supplementing your mental health with your physical health? Yeah, that's, that's an interesting one because, um, you know, when it comes, my mental health and my physical health are very much intertwined at this point. Um, I rely on physical activity to, you know, feel, feel calm, feel collected, feel focused, uh, throughout my day. Um, I'll work out in the morning and I'll work out at 12 AM at night, uh, right before I go to bed. Um, and that is kind of, you know, what allows me to, um, center myself. So when I do feel my mental health, um, going more on a down slope, um, I, I actually find it more useful to, um, to work out more, to have more physical activity because I know that I will feel better throughout my day and I'll be more collected and I'll be able to, um, organize, organize my thoughts in a more, um, accurate and, uh, well-rounded manner. Um, when that's easy to follow too, cause I think that at least I've, I noticed when I don't work out, it's not that. I have a bias. It's not that my, it's not just that my view on my own thoughts is warped, but it's also too overwhelming to kind of decipher because it just keeps on building. Yeah. But I think exercising kind of filter things out. What do you recommend for people who are not athletic oriented people who need that exercise? And when I say exercise, I don't just mean physical exercise. I mean like an exercise of demons, if you will, like to get out, <laughs> that kind of brain gunk. Like, what about people who are like, oh, I don't like going to the gym? You know, I will say the gym is not for everybody. Um, and I didn't, I actually, I had worked out, I worked out a lot prior to, um, you know, when I started using it for my mental health. Um, and at the gym, the gym's nice, um, but what really allowed me to kind of get into a rhythm, get into a flow, was um, having equipment at my house, um, making making equipment to use at my house and get a really good workout at my house. Um, and I think I like that a little bit more because there's nobody around me. I don't need to focus on anything else. I can play my music as loud as I want, and I can just get into a focused, focused mindset. Um, and obviously everybody, you know, not everybody wants to get super hyped up and, you know, hit a bench press for an hour a day. But, you know, even if it's, uh, going on a walk or, um, or, or just going on a run, going on a bike ride, um, you know, certain things like that. Everybody likes a different type of um, physical activity, I've found. Um, it's, just, it's just about finding that. And who knows? Maybe you do like the gym a lot because you can interact with people and it's you a better time. You kind of time. get motivation from watching other people. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
but you know, if that's not for you, if you don't want to, if you don't find it fun, find something that is fun and stick to it. And then that fun will lead you to want to try new things, want to try and find more, you know, other, other fun things to do. Um, but I've always found that there is something, you know, there is something that will appease you mentally when it comes to your physical exertion throughout your workout. Um, and you know, if there's not, like I said, just, you know, go on a walk, be outside, um, just whatever you can do to exert energy, maybe, um, either get some adrenaline in your system or endorphins. Um, I feel like those things help a lot too. Um, at least with my particular, um, even if it's like turning on just dance and like playing just dance for an hour, that gets you a workout Absolutely. and like you can make working out fun. Working out doesn't have to be a chore. It's, there's always something for you because the human body is meant to move and it's just finding something that fits with your personality. Like I, had a really hard time working out and going to the gym because it just didn't work for me. But then, um, what was that? Oh, I didn't say anything. I just, was that, was that a burp? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> it was really silent burp. Yeah. But, um, and then aerial yoga, doing yoga in these beautiful silk hammocks and feeling and doing flips and going upside down and climbing and doing these cool movements, and these cool tricks where yeah. like, there's one where you like, and it's so it sucks that I haven't been able to do it because of COVID because I don't have a silk at my house and that's one of my goals is they're expensive but one of my I've always wanted to have one of my, like planted in my house but yeah. if you guys didn't know I actually got my certification to teach it um, in the February right before COVID. Wait, that's so cool! I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, that's I really did. Cool. I did a weekend long um, teacher training. I was the youngest person who's ever done that in. Um, at this yoga studio because I've been doing it for so long and my mom's a yoga teacher there so I kind of I had an in already but um is that a kitty cat I don't know I think so but um and yeah it's it's so freeing and when there's music playing it's like and then I I go out of there and the next day my abs are so sore when you're (laughs) holding yourself up in a split upside down and you're doing like Oh, workouts yeah. with it where you're like and then the teacher is like okay now do five like five pull-ups with your split like in a split and it's <laughs> like okay all right and it's and it's just it's really freeing and it's like I didn't think I enjoyed working out and of course now it sucks that I can't do that yet yeah and that's anyway that's one of my my ultimate goals is to have a uh, aerial silks in my house yeah <laughs> yeah that actually sounds kind of fun I don't know. I think I think for me it's like it's it's also I've noticed every single male just because of the general biological differences has a hard time in it because yeah. of the general inner thigh stuff and things getting in the way to so to yeah, speak. Yeah, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean one thing I've missed over COVID, I was looking to do like uh, jujitsu classes and even, you know, join a boxing gym and start, uh, you know, sparring a little bit. That's something I'm really, you know, still working to get back to. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for COVID to be kind of 
all wrapped up before I really get into that because I'm looking to do it a lot. Um, but, you know, I also think that you listed some great options. Okay. Get closer to the mic. All right. Wait, yeah. do I have to be like here? You can just raise your voice a little bit more. Talk, talk normally. Okay. You're talking very quietly. Okay. Um, because it's not doesn't look like you're we're picking up much from you. <laughs> oh, okay. That's you. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Just okay. talk. Just talk. Talk into it. I'm trying. Okay. Okay. What were you? What were you we on? We're talking about. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about uh, you're doing jujitsu, boxing, gym. Talking about different forms of exercise that work for people. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, and also like. Biking for me, biking super fun because it's like you don't really f- like flat biking and biking for a long time. You don't really think that you're working out and then you get off it and you're like, oh man. Yeah. It, I've been working out. It's, it's great cardio. Um, I've never, I've never really uh, like, you know, road biked or flat bike like that. But for the longest time I used to go mountain biking. Um, you know, Walnut Creek is, is pretty close to my house and, uh, me and my family, uh, even when I was, you know, a little kid, like 10 or whatever, um, we used to go to Walnut Creek and go mountain biking. And that's something that I've always grown up with that, um, and it, you know, it's a lot of fun and it's a, it's a phenomenal workout because of the, um, you know, the steep uphills and also kayaking kayaking is so much fun being on the water is so much fun and like i remember i did a at the river i did like a four hour long like it was a pretty intense one and then next day my arms were so sore yeah oh yeah it's like and your core is sore from holding yourself up but it's like you're sitting down you're just like kind of floating on the river it doesn't feel like you're doing much yeah i mean it's 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 a really good workout even um you know, you go you go on a eight mile stretch or a nine mile stretch of the river, and if you're paddling the entire time, like that's that's a little bit of work right there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what me and my friends will do. We'll just we'll get a bunch of people together and like go fishing and just yeah, do a large stretch of either the James or Ivana rivers. Um, and yeah, you know, you're always sore the next day like that. Um, that low weight, high repetition type exercises like that, like that, like rowing, um, like biking, like you said, mm-hmm. it's really, really good for you. It's really, really good for, um, both strengthening your muscles and the, uh, cardio shape of your muscles. Actually, that didn't make any sense, but the stamina of your muscles, um, in their ability to do whatever. So, um, yeah, all, all that type of stuff is good. Plus it's cardio, plus it's cardio exercise, plus you're burning calories, plus you're burning carbs. And it's, uh, you know, all that is just, it, it's what I've found to be just incredibly healthy for both your mental and physical states. Um, I think that so many people kind of forget that's like working out doesn't have to be an multiple hour long excursion that takes up the entirety of your day. Yeah. Like this, like this morning I rolled out of bed and did the small loop in my neighborhood. It's only like a 
three quarters of a mile, but there's a bunch of hills and I hustled and like I speed walked and it's like, and it woke me up for the day and it was, that's not the only thing I'll do, but it's like it moving your body doesn't have to be solely for the purpose of moving your body. Like even you can do it just to feel good. Like the human body is made to move. You look at our us biologically, our anatomy. We were not meant to be sitting crunched over a computer for eight hours a day. Oh yeah. The industrial revolution was a mistake. <laughs> I say that yeah. all the time, but like we were meant to be running around and running around and dancing and moving our bodies and chasing things and hunting things and lifting, squatting, c- cutting trees and well, not cutting trees, but I mean like the, the, Whoa. the, I'm talking like prehistoric, oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. cutting things not for wood and deforestation. fire. No, not deforestation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. I promise. Franny is not for deforestation. <laughs> but yeah, like even like three times a day, if you do a 15 minute workout three times a day, you've worked out for 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, and especially teenagers, we are young. We need to take advantage of our bodies because right now I, I'm in physical therapy and it breaks my heart listening because at my physical therapist, it's mostly older people who have these health problems. It's like you don't, I'm probably the only one who goes there that for a medical, my age who goes there for a medical problem that isn't because of a sport. I have, I have extremely weak hips. That's just kind of how I was born. And, but you hear these conversations of these older people who are like, who just, their bodies are not, don't move like they used to. And of course you, 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 you always hear like the, Oh, how I wish I was young again. But like, no, it's true. Like we are so fortunate to have these bodies that move and that are healthy most of the time. Yeah, no, that's that's completely true. I mean, and 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 people are sitting on their beds and scrolling through TikTok for multiple hours a day. <laughs> I'm saying, going back to literally every single episode, we end up touching on this, but like technology, like it's it really, really <laughs> us over. Like, yeah, it did. really did. Oh yeah, in many, many different ways. Um, I mean, even just how we perceive our you know, social interactions on a day-to-day basis. Even something as simple as that. I'm, I'm convinced that technology has messed with that so much. You know, just, just because of the fact that we're so used to, you know, communicating online in one way or another with, you know, probably more or the same amount of people that you would communicate with on a day-to-day basis. Either, you know in person versus, you know, texting or, um, seeing someone's post on Instagram or, you know, anything like it that. It all comes down to instant gratification because yeah. with the internet, we are so used to be able to see things immediately and we get mad when things don't load. It's like people yeah. used to have to go to the library to look up this kind of stuff and you're mad because it took more than two seconds. And it's like, I think that comes to exercise that connects with exercise because especially with social media and body image so many people want an immediate fix to their appearance and exercise is not that exercise needs commitment and it needs time in order for you to see results but in this age of technology we're so used to getting things immediately what we want and like that's not wow we are already at 30 minutes of talking (laughs) wow 
That's impressive. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, like I personally, I just watch a lot of YouTube. That is where I find most of my entertainment is on YouTube. And I, you know, I find myself, you know, watching TV shows on Netflix or whatever. And sometimes I'll get bored. Like one episode is boring and I'll get bored and I'll switch off. I'll go to something else. And that's just, you know, I'm not doing it intentionally. I'm not saying, ah, this is just, this is terrible. I'm going to go over. It's just, it's just what I'm used to doing. Mm-hmm. You know, your instant, instant gratification, yeah. instant. And like the, the technology has ruined our brains, man. Yep. It's ruined. Uh, oh yeah. And it sucks. It's like, we are addicted to our phones. It's so normalized. Like how you walk into a mall and people sitting by themselves and they aren't talking, they aren't making friends, they're sitting on their phones. Yeah. You go into a cafe, you, you go to Starbucks, people are not reading a book, they're sitting on their phones. I sound like an old lady when I'm saying this, <laughs> but I'm serious. Or even in class at school. Yes. That's, that's another thing. Like, I feel like, I feel like, obviously I used my phone in class from time to time when I, you know, I had stuff to do, but, you know, back in the day, I wouldn't imagine there was you know, so much you could do inside of class, but, you know, actually listen or sleep. Other than doodle on your piece of paper. Yeah. Like, or something, yeah, something like that. But, you know, your phone, you could be watching video. You could be, you could watch a movie under your desk and just not pay attention in the slightest. And, and like people in school got so mad. It's like my teacher told me to put my phone away. It's like, well, yeah. Why do you think you're at mm, school, bro? Like, like <laughs> oh my God, this is why like our generation was supposed to save the world. And we are just, it's so sad. And maybe I'm being pessimistic about this. I still have a little bit of optimism because of, I think COVID and everybody being at home has kind of helped people realize some issues that they were having. Yeah. But Still, it's scary. Yeah, it is. I mean, that, that I mean that is kind of one thing that um, I think woke a lot of people up. Um, you know, seeing you know that our world can be completely disrupted. Our entire world, our entire country, our entire world can be completely disrupted by just something that happens out of nowhere, you know, probably was unpreventable and, you know, a lot of people die because of it. And I think seeing that and taking that seriously allows people to kind of, you know, put into perspective like, oh man, really bad stuff really can happen to the world. Yeah, it's not just stuff in the movies. Like, yeah, it's, it's not just it's not just like. And I think the abruptness yeah. of it too. It's like nobody was like. Some people were like, "How did we not see this coming?" It's because like natural disasters like this, which it kind of was a disaster. Yeah, you don't see coming. They happen anytime, and obviously, people have been saying that something like this is going to happen because of our overpopulation, because of our lack of healthcare. Something bad was going to happen, and I hate to say it, but I was one of those people who was like, "We need a new plague." Because <laughs> cities are overpopulated. Like Yeah. We just we just need to get on Mars and then we'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be solved right then. Mm-hmm. It'll be perfect. Um 
but but yeah, I mean, it it makes sense. Like, and I I think I, I've got a really good feeling that like global warming and stuff like that is gonna be one of those things where like people are like, well, we got time. We'll, we'll figure. We'll, it is one of those things. Yeah, exactly. But no, the time is running out. <laughs> yeah. Time is very close to running out. Yeah, exactly. We do not have a lot of time until it's irreversible, and then we're completely fucked. Like, and I mean, and that's the thing that people don't realize. Once it's irreversible, it's it's irreversible. It, it is irreversible, and it sucks that because <laughs> we have had climate-friendly infrastructure in place. Yeah. Ready to ready to go. Scientists have had this. It exists. It's just people choose not to because it would get rid of their of their oil. Well, yeah. I mean, money controls a lot. Money controls absolutely everything. Yeah, I mean, I think one step that a lot of you know car manufacturers are taking are pledging to have all of their cars electric at a certain point which is amazing that that and that's you know that's uh, obviously you know fuel needs to be burned to produce enough electricity to run these things now but i mean it's it's a step it's a very viable and very good step in the right direction i feel like mm-hmm. and while most you know Pollution either comes from the burning of coal or um, commercial uh, commercial travel. Um, like, did you see, like, and COVID, I think, also made people r- realize that because I forget which city it was, but it was like these city people can see the night sky fully for the first time and they can see stars for the first time because of the lack of commercial travel. Yeah. Like, that is heartbreaking. We used to live by the stars. We used to navigate. Everything was made around the stars. That's why so many constellations are named, were named after fertility and like earth goddesses was because it was how people knew when to plant things. It's like we used to be so catered to the earth. We used to follow the earth and listen to it. And now we, we are so superior and our egos are so big that we think that we are unstoppable, but no animal... Humans are very much still animals that will die and will go extinct at some point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and one thing, um, I, yeah, that is something that I don't think people think enough about because it's like, well, my lifetime, I'll be fine. My, my kids will be fine. No, but your kids by the time, if your kid, your your children, the children that are that Gen Z is having right now, which is crazy that Gen Z is at the point of having children, yeah, they will might not choose to have children because of the climate crisis. That yeah. is a very big possibility because of the generation, and it's like that is so scary. Yeah, that is kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, I mean the day that that is mandated in the United States. The day that that is mandated in the United States is going to be a crazy day if it happens. Mm-hmm. That that I could see that easily bringing our country down. If not something, you know, if something doesn't happen before then. I could see that extreme of a policy based on the reaction of masks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Based on that, 
I think that a mandate that you can only have one child or something like that or something more extreme than that could severely impact the already damaged um, wholeness of our country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I think I think that's really interesting to think about because it's, you know, it's something that's very realistic. And it's, it's coming. It sounds very extreme, but it's very realistic. Um, it's just interesting to see some of these things, you know, happen in my lifetime. You know, this is... I think this is the first, like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first globally impacting event that we have witnessed to this extreme of a level in our lifetime. I mean, I wasn't alive for 9 We Neither of us were alive for 9-11. Yeah. But even then, and of course, we're, we're very fortunate that we haven't had any kind of national crises like that yeah. in our lifetime because in the Middle East, that is not the case at all. Yeah. And in Africa, oh, yeah. that is not the case at all. Children are, would be listening to this saying, are you kidding me? Like that is the most privileged thing to say ever. But like, well, no, I was just talking about the world. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I, 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 I hear you, but yes, like a world level impact that yeah. COVID had. And like, think about like Ebola, like if Ebola exactly That's, was being, yeah. was able to spread respiratory respiratorily is that a word i think so respiratory maybe i don't know (laughs) dang we are at 40 minutes nice does not feel like it how you doing it's not i'm doing phenomenal i feel absolutely stupendous (laughs) i really like your your swirls thank you i like your color choices are you bleeding onto the table i mean like is your marker bleeding not are you like no let me see it in the light. It's pretty. Thank you. All of, both of our creations will be on the Instagram uh, at the McLean Minute. Yep. I'm not very close to being done, but. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. <laughs> yeah, this craft has a little bit more to it than um, than some of the other ones, but. I love I love doing these kind of podcasts because we always start with one topic and we end up something completely different. Like we started with mental health and now we're on the climate crisis with with Dava. <laughs> we started on mental health and we got to like Jamestown and like talking about why Jamestown totally sucked and like <laughs> and the Texas education system and why that totally sucked. And then with Evan, we started talking about Palestine and it was just it's it's crazy and it's I think it really shows that's like we've teenagers have a lot on our minds. Yeah, no, seriously, because I mean, and I think technology is that's one what I was thing. Just <laughs> gonna say that is what I was just gonna <laughs> because say because in the seventies, people were hanging out with their friends in person and talking. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Ugh, I would have thrived in the seventies. I'm wearing these awesome like bell bottomy like white pants right now. Zach <laughs> can attest to them. They are. Yeah. I love these pants. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and even just being able to get any information instantly. Um, Whenever you think about it, just look it up on your phone or go to the library, use a computer. There's look, no look need to talk about it with your friends. Exactly. There's no need to, you know. And, and I feel like if people wanted to, like, self-education has never been as easy as it is today with the level of information that we have access to, you know. Just, just even if you can get to a search engine... 
You can find out. It would be hard to find something that you could not learn about on mm-hmm. Google or on Safari. There are a an almost excessive amount of resources for any piece of information that you could ever think up. And, you know, it, it's it's something that I think is is good. Um, but, you know, I think it's also uh, desensitized us mm-hmm. to a lot of, um, you Absolutely. know, a lot of real life stuff like, you know, like the possibility of the world ending because of global warming. Like you always hear about it online. You see, you see articles on it. You see videos on it. You see posts on Instagram about it. You, you see, see conspiracy theories questioning its exactly. mere existence. You are getting an, an, an astronomically large volume of sources all at the same time, roughly. Mm-hmm. You know, over the course of your entire life, however long you've had a phone or social media or, or whatever. been on the internet. Been on the internet in general. Yeah. So I, I think it's I think it's really, really interesting. But while that bad has come out of it, I think there's a lot of good that can come out of it. And I think that our generation, well, I don't know about all of our generation, but I think overall our generation will benefit because of at least the ability to access excessive amounts of information um, whenever, mm-hmm. whenever you feel like it, you know. There's no need to learn how to do super compu- complicated division problems or multiplication problems in your head. You just have a calculator in your pocket, if, if not a graphing calculator that you can use. Um, and I, I think that's, I think that's incredible, you know, and especially, you know, when comparing it to, you know, my dad and I talk a lot about this, the difference in, you know, levels of, you know, education and, um, access to information and it's completely different. You know, just the, yeah. even the way you go about getting information in general, it's it's completely different. And in terms of being informed, like my, my dad and I have, to have talked about this, about how he was saying, like, when I was a kid, I didn't care about the issues that you care about. I didn't care about anything because I was just a kid. Yeah. And it's like, no, like, it's absolutely insane. It's like, oh, I feel like I've been robbed of a childhood almost in some some ways. Yeah. Because the internet has messed us up in some way or other, and especially with girls and with body image on social media and developing eating disorders. And it's like, because of being on Tumblr at when you're 11, like, Mm -hmm. boom, your childhood's gone. It, the internet has truly has robbed our children of an adolescence, but it also has its incredibly good sides to it. Yeah such as the fact that we are so well-informed and that we are making change and organizing change. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. I I think about Greta Thunberg. Oh, yeah. Like. Absolutely. That's a perfect example. I mean, yeah, or or even, um, you know, being able to spread awareness 
and stuff like that. Stuff spreads, stuff spreads like wildfire on the internet. Which I mean, also comes at a cost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In terms yeah, of misinformation. True. Um, and I, I think, um, I think I've noticed this, uh, at least with my dad, because I've talked to him about it a lot. There is just a lot of blatant misinformation just everywhere on the internet. Everywhere. Everywhere. And I've noticed on Twitter mm-hmm. a lot. There's a lot of stuff on Twitter that... Um, I'm happy that Twitter has started to, at least during the election, taking trend with the voting stuff. They yeah. kind of started to take it a little more seriously, but they've got a long way to go. Yeah. There, there, yeah, there is a, there is a ton of, um, there's a, just a ridiculous amount of misinformation and I've actually had to, you know, show my dad stuff because, you know, somebody he saw on Twitter posted something and he's taking it as fact mm-hmm. and it, it's that type of stuff. Like I, you know, somebody growing up with, you know, that. And being like, okay, like sixty percent of this is gonna be BS. Mm-hmm. If I'm just if I'm just like browsing around like on Instagram or whatever, I'm like, okay, if National Geographic posted something, I might take it as fact because they're an incredibly reputable company. But if uh, I don't know, John Jones posts something on Instagram. I I might I might not take it as fact because he's a UFC fighter. And I thought like, you were just yeah. making up a fake name no. of some guy. No, I was just I was just giving an example. Like <laughs> he might not know that much about like a particular topic. Yeah, exactly. And I just you know I don't have anything against John Jones. He's just first name popped to mind. Um, I you know. But it's somebody it's somebody that a lot of people respect. Yeah. And a lot of people take that yeah. field so seriously. Yeah. Where it's like those are your only role models. And so and people idolize people on social media because they see them as perfect, especially. I'm talking more about I'm kind of switching gears to social media influencers. True. Yeah, absolutely. It's like I'm not gonna trust anything that Jake Paul says, but <laughs> a twelve year old boy might. Yeah, exactly. And any anybody can post on the internet. Mm-hmm. There is no limit to that. And you don't have to list your qualifications. You don't have to list uh, your intentions. You don't have to list anything. You could just be on there to make people mad. Mm-hmm. And people do that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that sometimes. <laughs> just, you know, because it's kind of funny. Because people do get really mad on the internet. They do. When it's like, just, you know... People take the internet so seriously. Turn turn your phone off. But also, it's like, yeah, it's that's why I'm so comfortable with blocking people. It's like, this is my phone. Yeah. It is my phone. I'm the one who looks at it every day. I do not have to do anything for anybody else but me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't. It's like, you're acting like I just flipped you off. Yeah. And said, go F yourself to your face. It's like, no, I, 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 why, why are you on my phone? Like, I don't need to have you exactly. on my social media. Exactly, and it took media. me a long time to figure yeah. that out. I used yeah. to think, like, oh, I'm not going to block them. But now it's like, <laughs> yeah. 
And people still take it so seriously. I've had, you know, like in middle school, girls coming up to me and like, why'd you block me? It's like, because I don't like you. I don't like your vibe. So, yeah, exactly. So take that. You're annoying. I, I don't, I just don't like you. Yeah. And I, I, I think that, I don't know. People just take social media very seriously. And I mean, I, I, I understand if your intention is to make money off social media, if that is your job. or if And you, if you're doing it and if you're successful at it, you're going to keep on doing it. Yeah. But, and I understand if that's, you know, if you want to take it seriously for that reason. But, I mean, if you're just, like, like even, even me, like, like why, why should you really take it seriously? It's just putting yourself out there on the internet. It's like... You know, I, I very seriously considered leaving my Instagram because I just don't really use it that much. I, I, I go in there to look at, you know, news for sports that, um, sports accounts that I follow, uh, like look at funny pictures and stuff like that and communicate with my close friends. But I don't, I, I really don't care about, you know, a lot of the celebrities that are on that app or... You know, any anything more specific like that, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. No, that absolutely does make sense. Do you like my rainbow worm? Oh, I do. That's really cool. What other colors are you going to do for that? Well, I'm going to do the colors of the rainbow. Oh, okay. I'm already, <laughs> <laughs> I'm already on red, orange, and yellow. <laughs> I might as well keep going. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a couple minutes just to get some water and um, take a little breather, and then we'll be back. Yep. Three, two, one. And we're back. Hello, everybody. Back again. Um, Do you have any um, closing statements after our very intense all-over-the-place conversation? We went from mental health working out to the climate crisis <laughs> yeah <laughs> and the end of human civilization as we know it <laughs> pretty much yeah um i mean when it comes to things that i would close out with or any advice um i've previously stated i mean overall living a healthy lifestyle and treating your body correctly is the most important thing that you can do for yourself mentally. I mean, you cover all of the physical aspects and you have a balanced diet, have a balanced, you know, uh, variety of activities that you do on a daily basis, either mental or physical. Um, just general things like that, drinking enough water, like it's as, it's as simple as doing something like that, or just making sure that you go outside every day. Um, just something simple like that, that you know is going to benefit you in some way, shape or form is a great way to kind of, you know, if you have trouble getting started on your responsibilities, do something healthy like that, do uh, you know, a responsibility like that, um, it can really, you know, help you collect everything, get everything together. 
Um, other than that, um, you know, try avocado on your Bodo's bagel. And mm-hmm. that's about it. All right. Closing off. This has been the McLean Minute with your host, Franny McLean and Zach Wilkerson. Would you like to say the closing goodbye? Bye. <laughs> Bye, you guys. <laughs>